Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen, Carlos Bosquite, and Alex King here on this Tuesday, December the 4th, 2018. It's 4 p.m. New York time, 1 p.m. Los Angeles time, 9 p.m. London time, and in Sydney, Australia, good morning, it's 8 a.m., and this is your second daily dose of happy for the day, and we're we're doing another Q&A session today. We are inviting people who are members of the Law of Attraction Change My Life group, who might be listening to the live stream, to... Share your concerns, your questions, your points of interest, everything that you're thinking about and wondering about where the law of attraction is concerned. And uh, we may even share some of our own questions, too, as we go along. But first things first, got to start with a hello. So, Alex, how you doing? How's it been going? I'm good. I'm doing a lot better. Had a busy week, so finished my Christmas shopping, and now I'm relaxed. Good for you. Finished? I haven't even started my Christmas shopping. You got yours (laughs) finished? Wow. Every I did everything online, so it's so much easier. Well, that's true. Yeah, that is the nice part. But oh my god, I, like I, I'm feeling guilty now. <laughs> yeah, and, and you should get everything. You should get everything soon enough so that you you gotta make some tweaks. You can do that right before uh, Christmas. Uh, Just in case. I, I don't. I don't feel like I need to make any tweaks. My per- my no? presents are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Confidence on top of everything else. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you yeah. can top that, Carlos, but how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, actually. I've uh, been, uh, been, yeah, been going towards a, a good headspace. So I think, uh, like, the last month or so has been, uh, been tough with, you know, work and aligning. You know, when you have a kind of an unlimited um, field of view on, like, what you can do, mm. sometimes it's a little bit too much. It's like going to the cheesecake mm-hmm. factory, you know, you don't know what you want to eat because <laughs> they have right. <laughs> 40 pages. Right. So, right. um, no, I just, I've been, I got a lot more clear, uh, you know, with, you know, the path that I want to take, uh, goals that I, I want to set for this next year. Um, and I'm seeing them, you know, as a reality now, um, kind of in my purview. So that's, that's definitely a, a step in the right direction. Um, you know, so yeah, doing uh doing good. All right, yeah, nice to. How about you, Walt? That's good. How's everything over in? Uh, it's been an interesting. Coast. The last week was the last week was one of the most challenging of my life, to be perfectly honest. Um, and it, as many of the listeners know, it regards a an issue that I have not named, um, a medical issue that my wife's been dealing with that I've been dealing with as well as a result because it's impacted us for right. like the last couple months. And I reached ahead last week in a way that just terrified us. Um, I can't give you the details again, so I'm kind of like, oh, well, what, do I, what do I say? But uh, bottom line is uh, we got really good news a few days later, and that good news alleviated a whole lot of fears and basically yeah. t- it took a situation that looked like it could spiral practically out of control and turn it into something very controllable. And yeah. that, that was just a good thing. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're – I mean, she's starting to get her energy back. We're smiling like, oh, yeah. wow, we're coming out. The <laughs> sun is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. It's it's tough too sometimes when you're in it. You know what I mean? Oh. Like in that week, or in the middle of it, to see that light. You know, it's just like absolutely it can be daunting sometimes. So just glad that you were able to just really be strong there for for you and and your wife. You know, and and really 
kind of power you guys through that that time. So well, thank that's, you. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I mean, and it it was it's also it's like any any other kind of contrast that we run into. Any kind of uh, you know we're faced with a negative situation we didn't expect. We we felt like we didn't really ask for it, but there it is. It's yet another opportunity to practice getting to the next level. You know, pushing myself mm-hmm. to. Uh, and I didn't have to push real hard because it's my wife. I love my wife. You know, I'm, I'm, I right. want to help her. Right. I want to look out for her. And uh, with the with the first diagnosis we got, which was turned out fortunately to be an incorrect diagnosis, um, I mean, I was just in in instant survival mode. I, I was just going to do everything possible to help my wife to come out of this in, with flying colors against all the odds. And the odds were definitely yeah. going to be against us if that was correct. And and it gives you the thing I've been noticing is. It really gives you a huge burst of passion. I mean, right. there, there have been things I've been trying to attract in my life, and I, I've actually been going for the passion, trying to you know build up the feeling and so forth. Didn't have to build this one up at all. This was like, boom, in right. my face. I'm ready to go. I am determined. And, and it was like, if the passion started here, it was up here. You know, a scale of 1 to 10, it reached 25. <laughs> that, that, that's how big it yeah. got. And there, there were some incredible LOA stories that came along with it, manifestation stories that came out of it, including um, the semi-obvious one that we had a great result. Um, there was also the fact that it happened quickly. I mean, once mm-hmm. once I got into that passionate mode, and my, my, my wife had gotten to that, that same mode to the degree that she could, um, stuff happened fast. It really happened fast. And it reinforces what Abraham Hicks has talked about which is that passion trumps resistance. So you know how it is. You're trying to attract something into your life, and, and you have some sort of resistance, either known to you or unknown to you, and it gets in the way, and so stuff doesn't show up. Well, when your passion is high, it just it's like a plow that just pushes all the resistance out of the way, and that's what we were experiencing. So as difficult and as negative as the experience was, it was also really positive because I got a, I got to experience in a conscious way just how powerful passion really is. It, it was really quite mm-hmm. remarkable from that perspective. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that, uh, you know, and I talk about Tony Robbins and every once in a while, my dad, I said, told you, gave me kind of his, some tapes of his, right. I had like 12 years old, right? Yeah. Um, but among other things he talks about, something that I always loved that he always signed off with or he always left with was live with passion. Mm. And he, that would be here. And it kind of, you know, just those little words, um, you know, resonates so well because you're right. It's sometimes, sometimes it's even better to start with the passion. Yes, know, yes. Then, <laughs> manifest from there. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's that's great. I mean, great. actually, my next um, personal growth goal is to figure out how to get that to that level of passion without putting myself into a massive crisis. Because the passion level right, is right. great. I, I just would rather do without the massive crisis. I mean, a small crisis, I can handle that. Massive crisis, no thank you. I really don't want that anymore. I'm not interested in that big roller coaster ride. I like you know, a smaller coaster. <laughs> I, I, I've heard that, though. It's, it's funny you say that uh, the you know huge crisis, and then you're like, yeah, you can take the small ones. Well, I have buddies of mine who have, that's how they have kind of created their sense of sense of urgency in their work. Oh, sure. Uh, is through creating these little little crises, which again, to, when they tell other people it's not, but they create them in their mind, right? And on purpose, they're like, oh man, I have to do, you know, get this by whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like this, this, you know. Um, yep. 
not false, but it's kind of they generate it in yeah. that way. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. It's it's better to to you know have control of that than to you know than to first show up. Yeah, you, know? you really really don't want to be trying to swim out of the deep end from forty feet down every time. It's just not all that fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get you. I I definitely understand. Yeah, <laughs> but it all's well that ends well. That's really what what it all comes down to is coming out very nicely. And uh, I mean, it's, she's not done with her recovery. It's going to take a little while, but it's all right. looking really really good now. So we're we're much more optimistic and feeling good and coming out of it stronger, as usually happens whenever there's a crisis. We're, yeah, we're feeling stronger, and we're seeing some yeah. um, we're seeing some comments and stuff coming through. Um, do we have any questions here? Well, yeah, we have one question. Nasha wants to know, do we have Carlos again? <laughs> yeah, we do. Sorry, I, I'm, in, I'm in and out sometimes, but, uh, you know, I, I, I love being here when I am here. So, uh, yeah, just if, if I'm not here, guys, it's, uh, you know, the, the nature of my work. Uh, sometimes I get auditions or there's certain things that, that I have to kind of say yes to and, and they happen to fall during the time. But I'd much rather be here with you guys, uh, but uh, yeah, sometimes that's the nature of the beast. That's the way to work sometimes. <laughs> but but we know that you're going you're going off to do good things, and that's really the important thing. So even though we're not you're not here sometimes, exactly. we know you're doing good things. That that's that's. <laughs> and we she totally also, understand. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and Nasha says she actually has some questions. So Nasha, why don't you go ahead and type up some questions? We'll be glad to address them. We've also got uh, hellos from Jeffrey and Bronwyn and Tahir is waving hello. Hello, Tahir. And I think I saw another name here, but I don't remember who I saw. Well, of course, I'm not seeing all the comments now. I haven't figured out how to make the comments always show up, but that's all right. So, <laughs> well, Nasha's starting to put her stuff together. So while she's doing that, um, I, I'm going to pose a hypothetical to you guys. <clears throat> okay. Because okay. um, like I said, I've been trying to figure out how to get passion, um, get to the high levels of passion quickly. So, maybe, well, I'll just start with with a basic. Like if you, you were you were talking about your buddies who kind of build themselves up. I mean, do you have a method that you use to get yourself into a more passionate place? Because you obviously uh, appreciate how important the passion is. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to think about right now a little bit just because uh, I'm still, you know, I'm almost not in the same um, kind of boat as you as far as situation, but mm. like in that feeling where, you know, well, yeah. like, man, there's no light. And then, you know, finally kind of climbing out of it and now seeing what the future can be. That's I'm in this very similar summer thing. And so. Well, passion, um, is, it doesn't even, it, you don't even have to have a crisis in order to feel passion. I mean, you know, right, lovers right. feel passion. There's not a crisis going on there. They're just falling in love. <laughs> that, that's not a crisis. That's like right. a good thing, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a great question. Let me, let me. Uh, okay, we'll let, let you marinate try. on that one. Marinate on it for a second. And okay. I don't, yeah, I don't want to just answer to answer. Let me let me think about Whenever it. Whenever <laughs> I see Alex just kind of sitting there, it usually means she's got an answer. So I'll go to her. Do you have an answer on that one? Um, I like to picture myself in the situation, all, like already, and that's when I get excited about it. So that's where my passion comes from. Just from picturing it, just from imaging it in your mind. Yeah. Did you turn it into a video, or like, is it a I'll still say picture? It out loud. Like I'll say it out loud. I'm like, oh, okay. So for instance, okay, this weekend I'm taking my pets to go to see Santa. So I'm ah. like, okay, I got to get their outfits ready. Okay, do I want to <laughs> who's going to be reindeer? Who's going to be Mrs. Claus? Okay, so, you know, I got to prep myself to get ready for the situation. So, I, you know, pumping myself up, 
and getting passionate about the about the situation. Now, my wife would want me to ask you: uh, Are you going to name one of the reindeer Olive? <laughs> because <laughs> because it's all part of the other reindeer. all of the other reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's funny how that joke went right over my head. <laughs> That's a weird name. It is a weird name. It's a weird joke. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a joke that my wife, my wife likes stupid jokes. She does. It's just, that's part of her charm. It's, it's a dad joke from like back Yeah, right. Day. It's a dad joke. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we could, I guess we could rule out Olive as as being one of the names of the reindeer. Okay, well we figured that one out. That's no, good. <laughs> Rocky and Chloe. Oh, okay. They don't even get reindeer names. They, they should be like Blitzen, you know. No, they get their own names. They oh, okay. Enough. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but but it'd be great. You could take them up to to the Santa chair and say on Don or on Blitzen. <laughs> Then you don't want to get them confused when you actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. My dog actually smiles on command. Does he really? So, so I'm not going to be like, hey, yes, he smiles on command. So wow. I have to be like, Risty, pose, and then he'll he'll smile. Oh my god, that's pretty cool. All right, yeah, I've I've heard of training dogs to do a lot of things. I hadn't heard that one before. That that's that's different. I didn't train him. He just he, he just does it. An Instagram person, yeah, does it for the gram. He's a ham. Yeah, he is. He's such a ham. He's oh a my ham. God. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we like that. <laughs> I, I think uh, Nasha has posted her question. Let me see what she said. Well, I'm not sure if she's asking a question or not. Yeah. As far as I have dived deep for the past 11 to 12 years, I have come a long way. Good for you. But what I wanted to know is that some people who teach about Neville, Neville Goddard, they give the example of how he attracted his second wife. If you guys remember John Ashraf... Oh, Asheroff, right. Uh, also manifested a house. Um, not something like it, but the same house. Yeah, that's right. I remember that from The Secret. He, the exact house he put onto his vision board is the one that he was living in. So what's the question, Nasha? I mean, you, mm -hmm. you, you, I you, that. you framed that, but what, what, what exactly is the question? Is it, you want to know, is that some people, is that some people who teach about Neville, but what is it that you want to know about that? So you got to give some more details. Otherwise, I, I, I don't have a question yet. Yeah. So, so I, can, I, can answer your, I can answer your original question. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's hear what you have to say. Okay. Yeah, I thought about it. And I think I talked about this uh, maybe on Friday. I get confused. Uh, they all kind of seem to match together. But Try doing um, 11 a week, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but music. Music is huge. Music is a big mm. part of my life. Um. Again, like my moods um, will have different kinds of music that I like. And when mm. I want to get into those moods, um, I just do the reverse, right? If I, there are certain songs that I play right before uh, an audition or an interview that just really, and this is without me even trying, they just they make, me, make me smile and make me, my body want to move. Oh, yeah. Those kind of things bring you into that really high vibration, high passion. Um, but yeah, it could be anything. Uh, when you're talking about love and affection and and you know uh, significant others, you know R and B works great. Um, they say everything that you want to say and more, and you know mm -hmm. you kind of 
and you and you can really if you if you sit and 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 really sit and listen to the music. I think that's that's another thing. A lot of people do things with music in the background, um, but instead of you know people sit on their couch and watch TV, you know, but a lot of people don't just sit and listen to music, and mm. and I think that um, kind of really getting into the words, lyrics, and then and then kind of projecting that, like you're you're thinking about your own thoughts and whatever it is that kind of speaking to you from that music and uh, from those lyrics or what have you, that for me is is a big way to kind of get into a really passionate kind of uh, frame of mind of yeah. being. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. That I and I, I like that. I agree. You agree with that too? You do the same thing. Yeah, when I when I have to go somewhere I, and I want to set the mood, depending on again, depending on where I'm going, um, <laughs> I I pick I have certain playlists for set for certain moods. Ah, so right. I have like you know if I'm in a bad mood, I have my crying in the shower mood um, playlist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I'm in a if I'm a, I have my help, my Santa's little helper list. You know, for Christmas, <laughs> you know, I, I have it. I have it. I do it all. But yeah, mostly, um, mostly when I'm in the shower is when I'm playing music. So that gets me hyped for the rest of the day. Wow. Okay. I hadn't tried that. I mean, I, I, I like to play music when I'm out and about and, or, or even like Carlos said, sometimes just sitting quietly to listen to music because you can kind of get into it that way. I've never done it in the shower. Mm -hmm. I've never listened to music in the shower. Gotta try that sometime. Oh yeah. Get yourself a Bluetooth speaker. It makes all the difference. Okay. All right. A little, a little Alexa dot. And you can yell at it when you want to change it. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the major. That's the major key there, and that's and that's not a, an Amazon plug or anything like that. But just uh, voice activated. <laughs> it's like 20, it's like thirty bucks. So it's it's really everything you yeah. need. It's good uh, investment. For your shower music needs. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we have the the shower music experts here, so I'm glad that we had you here to to, to enlighten us about this. This is good stuff. <laughs> So let's see, Nasha says, so my question is, how can we track sp sp specific people in our life and specific things? My question is, is, it, is this possible and why do we have a debate here? Neville says, want, and just, let's see, what's it? And just, do I take a no for it? I'm not sure what you're saying there. Neville says, want, and just, do I take a no for it? That's also from one of his lectures. I'm not, I don't quite follow that part. Um... But, it, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is Neville's take on how to attract is a little different from, say, what Abraham teaches or, or what other LOA teachers teach. Is that what you're driving at? Is that, does that sound right to you guys? Is that what it sounds like? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think what I, I got from the gist of it is, like, she asked about a relationship, and then she asked about a, a house or something, and then that, that, that was a specific house. And I think in a relationship, you're obviously – I think she means, like, this specific person – um, can, is that possible? And, and, and should we try for that? I guess, right? Like, cause there's one thing like to try yeah. to attract certain things. Um, but then I don't know. So it's, it's like that, uh, old Chinese proverb, right? Be, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, just uh, maybe she can clarify, but just from what I got uh, from her question. Um, well, she says I've yes, exactly. That. So I think I think that's in response to you. She just typed yes, okay. exactly. Yeah, so, so I've done I've done both of those things. Actually, I've manifested a person specifically that I wanted in my life, 
Um, and then I manifested a, a an apartment in New York that was in the same exact apartment building as the one that I had been, uh, I had on my vision board slash my laptop screen and my, mm-hmm. my work while I was, so I kind of go into both of those. So first, as far as the, the relationship, um, you know, it was somebody who was a friend of mine. I really felt like it should be, right? And so I just kept, you know, it was a thought and a thought. And, you know, three years into it, you know, we kind of crossed that. Well, now, you know, we were friends and now so we were in a relationship, right? And so that lasted a long time. But what, what, what I wanted to say is really that you can attract those people into your life, but that doesn't mean that you, you're attracting them to stay, right? That the person that you're attracting... Mm-hmm is there for a reason, uh, just like anything that, that comes and goes in your life. Um, so you can attract them and you may attract them specifically if that's for your best good, right? If that's, uh, you know, our, our friend Linda talks about, if that's what, if that's what um, kind of the universe is shaping for you and, and it goes towards, you know, what you're kind of manifesting. Because we're manifesting not only one thing, we're kind of, we're trying to manifest, you know, a life in general. So that's a lot of different pieces and uh, sometimes you know piece a we want piece a we want piece c but those things aren't congruent like we those those two things might be fighting against each other right and so um Mm -hmm. with that being said if you do um and now if you are successful at attracting this person to your life um don't get like wrapped up in that you know just be in the moment take it for what it is um but if they end up also leaving, that's also part of the universe. The universe is also telling you something or taking something away. And and sometimes, you know, for in my case, um, it, it was taken away and it kind of opened up some more possibilities for me in my career. So like, you know, especially when you have a significant other, you're, you know, you're, if you're a good significant other, you're, you're constantly being considerate of the other person, right? And so with decisions, um, it's not just your, you know, decision that you're making. You have to think of the other person. So in doing that, you know, it's like now I had kind of limited my prospects. It's like I, I'm not going to move here because this is not going to work. But now having rid of that, you know, allowed me to grow into what the universe was kind of or what I had been manifesting um, kind of aside from, you know, that relationship. It's, it's, you know, something that was bigger for me, for my, from you know, we talk about best good or your most good. So it's like. Yeah, you can attract a couple things, but I think ultimately the things that aren't for you are going to fall to the wayside and the things that are, are going to, you know, stay there. So now she has a, uh, she has a follow up question and, and I think we're starting to drill down a little bit. She says, but can't our thoughts change the specific person? If it's our thoughts that have the power, why can't we make that specific person the person of your dreams? And that's a question because, we see a lot, but go ahead. Right. So, so the the thing is because there's two there's two people in this equation, right? right. <laughs> so you're manifesting mm-hmm. them, but are they manifesting you? You know, and and are mm. you for their best good? <laughs> and you know, their their trajectory. You know, again, we have to. This is a, something that we kind of have to keep in mind as far as, um, you know, consideration or or the our role in the universe. And I think that a lot of times. Um, we forget we're kind of, and especially when we're trying to manifest, it's like the world is our oyster, right? But it's not just ours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's, there's other right. people working in motion with that stuff. So, um, like I said, they, they will come to your life, uh, for what it is for, for, 
the reason that they need to be there, right? And sometimes it is marriage, you know. Walt, uh, you know, find, found his wife doing what he loved and and dancing, and um, you know that that has has you know held true. And and for others, you know, like like myself, I don't have any ill will or anything like that, you know, um, for my exes and stuff. It's just I, I realized, you know, what they were there, you know, they were there for me through this time and. And these are the things that I learned. And, and now, you know, it's time for me to move on. And a lot of times those things, again, those relationships and those things are there to teach you lessons, to kind of build that toolbox so you can mm -hmm. be successful in your next relationship. Maybe not the next one, maybe the next one after that. But um, that's why. That's why I think that that's a tricky situation because um, you can be trying to manifest someone, but they're trying to manifest a career in Spain. <laughs> you know what I mean? And right. what's what's more powerful is is what's really for their best good, or just because you kind of want them in your life. Um, and I would say, for the most time, most of the time, their their own life trajectory is gonna supersede, uh, you know, you really wanting them um, in kind of the universal hierarchy. That's my own personal view, but you know, you guys can kind of kind of chime in. Uh, Do you want to go, Alex? I've got something, but I'll wait for you. I was going to say, I don't think we should be um, manifesting specific people. I think we should be manifesting qualities mm -hmm. and, and, and looking for certain qualities that we want in a person. And then when that person comes into our lives, because if you're manifesting a certain person for, let's say, because they look really good and that's one of the qualities, but that they don't have everything on your list, you can't change things about them to fit your list. So that's why I think that you should be manifesting the qualities as opposed to the actual person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two very good points there. I like that. Um, I, I always like to bring in the concept of influence when discussing this topic because people usually want to change somebody else. They want to be the, the influence, the, not the influence, they want to be the instrument of change. So uh, I attract that, that this person in my life is going to behave a certain way because I can attract anything. Um, and as you pointed out, Carlos, quite rightly, they are also free agents, so they can do their own attracting. And if their attracting is in alignment with your attracting, then great. It's all going to work out perfectly. If their alignment is not quite where yours is, if their vibration is different from yours, well, you're, you're going to attract to a certain degree, but there's also going to be a push away because the vibrations aren't the same. So that's why I like to think of it in terms of influence. If you put out a, a, a thought pattern that you're, you're wanting somebody else to become or or you want them to uh you know adopt perhaps a better uh, more positive viewpoint about stuff or whatever um by putting out positive vibrations you make it possible for them to tap into that vibration but it's also like carlos points out they have to be receptive to it so if you're on radio signal 98.7 and they're on 98.7 guess what you're talking it's going to work you're going to have some sort of a, of a vibrational match going on but if they're on a different vibration they, they just aren't there to receive you. You know, they, they, you, you can put it out all you want, but the, if the vibration level is different, they're just not going to receive it. So mm -hmm. it, it, it does require having both people be on the same vibrational level. If they are, you can influence somebody else. That's why we often experience situations where sometimes it gets, I think it gets described incorrectly, but we describe it as I changed somebody else. Well, actually, you didn't really change them. What you did is put out what you wanted, and they changed themselves because they liked the match. They liked the way that vibration felt to them. 
Um, and did you play a role in that? Yeah, you did play a role in that. You put out a vibration that gave them some ideas that perhaps they hadn't thought about before. But they ultimately made the change, mm-hmm. not you. And that's the thing to keep in mind. Right. Uh, one one more thing, just to, to add to, to what you guys said. I think sometimes we think that we know what a circumstance is going to be. Yes. And that's why we try to manifest it. Yeah. So I want this specific person... Because if I had this person, oh man, we're gonna have the best relationship. This is the per- this is the person for me. But then there's like, there's a lot again. There's a lot of things in that person's mind or or whatever whatever they uh, are going through. There's a lot of different things that when you actually get in a relationship, you're like, oh wow. Then you start figuring out. And there's a lot of you know figuring out if this is actually for you or not. So when <laughs> you say, oh let me attract somebody through manifestation. That's where it kind of, for me, it gets kind of iffy because you really, like I said, you're trying to manifest some, you know, a whole, a whole life, a whole great life. And so if you're trying to manifest this person and the universe knows that this is, this is the wrong person for, this is not what's conducive for your best good. Um, it's, it's not, it's, it's not going to work. You're going to be fighting against it, you know, and, and a lot of times I say, I try to get out of your own way, and that's that's part of it. And it's trying to instead of trying to force the issue, um, this is a great example. So a lot, to to um, Alex's point, um, I used to try to manifest um, winning. So I would uh, be on a bas- you know at a basketball game or something. I try to manifest winning, and then it, it hit me that that thought of then if I'm manifesting winning, I'm also manifesting the other person losing which I don't think that that works. And so mm. what I started to manifest instead was for me to perform at my best ability, mm. right? And that might have the same outcome, right? If I'm performing at my best ability and, I, and I'm confident that, that that would turn into a, a, you know, a win, it's asking for the same thing. But you're, you're asking for something that, you, that, that, that really you can take hold of and you're not really changing somebody else. So I would kind of, to Alex's point, exactly. I would just try to change those. Just, just the way you phrase it. It's like, oh, I want to manifest, uh, you know, John Doe. Instead, um, what about, you know, let me manifest the qualities uh, that a person like John Doe would be really um, lucky to have in a, in a, you know, woman or a man or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a, it's changing it, but it's kind of taking more um, ownership as far as the, the manifesting is concerned, instead of trying to put it on to, some, to somebody else, really taking ownership of, of you know, who you are and what you want to be. You know? Jeffrey, mm-hmm. Jeffrey actually uh, mirrored what you said. He said he likes manifesting having fun, and that's, that's fairly close to uh, the idea of, of uh, performing at your best level because the two are usually right. directly connected. You're, you're, you're at your best level. Usually you're having a good time at the same time. So Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Something else to think about too, and, and this kind of can be, it can kind of rub you the wrong way if, if you're somebody who's really hoping to manifest a particular person. But I'll throw it out anyway because it provides, I think it provides good perspective. And that is, what if, just assume for the sake of discussion, let, let's throw our current conversation and all the points we made out the window. Let's assume for the sake of discussion that I could actually manifest somebody against their will, right? They, they're, they're thinking a completely different way from what I'm thinking, but I manifest them, and by God, they're in my life, and they're kind of stuck there because that's what I manifested. Well, at that point, they become my puppet. 
do I want to have a relationship with a puppet? (laughs) And it kind of ruins the whole idea of a relationship. (laughs) Cause you want to have somebody else who can push back. (laughs) Well, I I don't know. I don't know. And I'm sure that some of our listeners have been through this. I've been through it's like, you know, being in a relationship that's not working, but you're kind of in it anyways. And, 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 you know, that however long that lasts for, and it's like, that's basically what you, you'd be manifesting into your life, right? It's just like some, it's a shell of a relationship. Exactly. Really like, that's yeah. not what you, I think we, we get caught up to is, is in that person. It's like, we find, we find somebody that we feel like checks all these boxes that we have a really good connection with. And because we've never had it before, we're like, well, this is the last time it's ever going to happen. And so like, I think that a lot, a lot of times people manifest or try to manifest relationships or manifest um, changing others out of kind of this fear, you know. And again, um, when you're working out of fear, you're also not going to be uh, effective at manifesting. So it's like, oh, man, I, like, I, I need to have this person, especially after a breakup. Oh, I can manifest them back into my life. And, um, and you know, what's funny is that you might do it. I, again, I've done that. I've done that exactly. But then it fizzles out. It's not, it's not there for, for, you know, if, if it wasn't there, uh, if it wasn't meant to be the first time, it's not going to be the second time. Um, (laughs) but, but, you know, you, you, you might be able to kind of put that together. But again, it's, it's going to be very, you know, it's going to come for a few months and then fizzle. It's just, there's not a, there's not strength there. And it's really, you know, if you're looking for a relationship, I, I would hope that, you know, you'd want something that's really healthy and that, that uplifts you and it supports you and, yes. and those kind of things. And, and not just um, kind of being with somebody to be with somebody because, um, yeah, sometimes sometimes it's not uh, not the right time for you. <laughs> right. And she acknowledged and agreed in the comment, uh, no, not against their will. So that's, that really wasn't where she was trying to go. And that's a good thing. So, you know, yeah, we, <laughs> we applaud you for that one. That's good. <laughs> but but you've also just shown that because you can't do it against their will, then it can only work in situations where it's within their will. And now we've just answered your right. question very simply. <laughs> yep. So there we are. That was good. Thank you for that question, Nasha. That was really good. And uh, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, and and relationships are are a pretty broad topic. We usually talk about it in terms of um, of uh, primary personal relationships, but it really applies to any kind of relationship in our lives. Mm-hmm. It can be family, it can be friends, it can be business associates, it can be anybody. Um, the, the same basic rules apply, even though we often usually talk about it in terms of, you know, an intimate relationship, but it can be anything, any kind of relationship. Yeah. No, and, and I think that's uh, why we have to really focus on um, ourselves. You know, when, you, when we get into the thing where we want to try to change others, that's very, very slippery slope. It is. Uh, not only does it's, <laughs> just a bad, it's just a bad mentality, right? And we talk about, you know, this being our most important asset and, and manifesting how how our brain or how our mind is so important um, for, uh, you know, what we try to put into our lives. And um, last thing you want is, is, you know, that negativity and or that, you know, the blaming others kind of thing, right? And I see right. it all the time. It's like, oh, this person, or look at what they did. Or, and... It really, it's, it's, it's takes, again, this is like just reconditioning your, your mindset, but it takes a lot and it takes, it takes kind of humbling yourself to kind of, even in a situation where you know you were in the right to kind of step back and say, well, how, what did I do or what, how could I have done something differently? Or, or, you know, it takes, it takes, you know, some practice and there's always something, you know, you never did anything a hundred percent right, but you know, just kind of getting into that practice 
right. uh, allows you then to, to ask for things that would serve you instead of, you know, to force others into, you know, situations or, oh, I wish my boss would do this. It's like, oh, no, well, give me the pay. You know, I, I'm asking for the patience <laughs> in order yeah. to deal with this boss, right? And the, mm -hmm. the wherewithal and, and the knowledge to know that, you know, this is a temporary situation. So, you know, things like that. You know, that's a, that's a way healthier um, manifesting thought than, oh, I want to manifest my boss being, uh, not being, you know, my, a micromanager. It's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, good luck. You're yeah, right. Yeah, you, you probably just reinforced it, actually, just because you're thinking about him in terms of being a micromanager. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, have to, you also have to understand, it's like people are the way they are, um, not because they're doing anything against you. Mm. They are who they are because of everything that they've been through. So right. in order for you to manifest them not being a micromanager, you would also have to manifest them forgetting everything that they've gone through <laughs> in the last 10 years of work. Great that point. has created this distrust. <laughs> That, that now they have to micromanage you. So that's, that's the kind of things that you have to think about. It's like, am I manifesting something that, first of all, am I asking for something that's realistic? Mm. And if you ask mm. for something for somebody else, think, but think through, think through those things. It's like, can, can I really, is that something, or am I just wasting, wasting time? And am I going to get frustrated every time that this isn't manifesting for me? You know what I mean? Right. But again, you can, all, always or you can absolutely manifest patience you can all absolutely manifest um strength you can you can manifest all those things that you may not be feeling or having at that time you know yep and, and you really can manifest anything um the the best approach is what you guys i think we're talking about earlier don't make it so narrow that you're telling the universe it has to be that person right there nobody else sorry right. that's the only one for mm -hmm. me because you basically said well universe don't be creative <laughs> And right. that's what the universe is. The universe <laughs> is creative. The universe in its essential nature is creative. So you're saying, oh, no, don't be creative. I'll do all the creation. <laughs> now she, and she asked an interesting follow-up question. She says, uh, let's see, where is it? Oh, there have been a lot of comments. Oh, yeah, is it possible that the universe can connect to people? And then oh, you yeah. take it from there. Yeah, yeah. No, I think absolutely. Absolutely, I can. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll let Alex go because I've been talking for, for a <laughs> No, I was just I was just saying, yeah, that uh, that's what the universe does. It, it, exactly, it connects all of us. So, obviously, you know, if you if someone's meant to be in your life for the rest of your life, then it'll happen. <laughs> Jeffrey's being a wise ass. He says, by the way, if you're bothered by micromanagers, are you one? <laughs> Those who can do teach. <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> Very good question, Jeffrey. I love it. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, well, I, this is really cool because not our not not only are we talking about and answering the question, but the people are interacting in comments and answering right. the question and asking questions yeah. of each other. I love this kind of communication. This is the best. Yeah, sorry, is, we're that, not, is that the we're universe not, uh, connecting people? Well, well yeah. for all of it. I mean, yeah, it is. It is exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not omnipotent either, you know. No. We, we know what we've we know what we've been through, and, and right. that's what we were able to share. But you know, right. of course, the more people that are able to share and comment, and you know, you all have valid experiences and valid uh, stories and things that and, and and lessons that you know are worth sharing. So definitely, if yeah. you if you feel the need or you feel the kind of that that passion come through you and you want to 
help others, like, to, you know, throw it in the comments, right? Like, you know, that's for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That, that's win, 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 win. That's everybody winning. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, th I think that people, to, to, to respond to that last question, uh, the universe absolutely brings people into your life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, we talk, we're, like you said, we're talking about primary relationships, but I, I'll kind of, uh, jump to a, a friendship that I had, uh, my friend Shalom from New York. He actually just left yesterday. He was here visiting. Um, but I met him, uh, first day I, I moved to New York. I didn't know not a soul in one of the, the busiest cities in the whole world. Mm. And you know, New York can be a very lonely place. And so it's like the first day though, I, I went and I was getting a, a drink and watching a, a basketball game and, you know, alone again. Then he comes out of nowhere. He's just watching the game. We start chatting. Now he's one of my best friends, um, you know, in, in life. And, and through him, I met other very genuine people. And so like my, my whole experience in, in living in New York City was completely uh, based on that one interaction, that one, mm -hmm. uh, and it kind of, you know, it blossomed from there. And so, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's a beautiful thing, right? And, and that was put, that was kind of placed there for me, um, you know? And so that didn't take any kind of active, I guess, manifest, manifesting on my, on my part. Um, well, you, well, you probably did because like, you manifest everything in your life. But the, the interesting thing I think is very often we can't connect the dots, I mean, it, it, there, when, uh, there are those rare occasions where we can actually connect the dots from where we've originally thought about something to the point where it showed up. But most of the time, it's like, okay, so what was I thinking about and what was I doing when I was thinking about it? Because I don't remember. That's the way most right. of life goes. <laughs> well, I think, I think a lot of times, too, is that our, our, we manifest things, uh, or like you said, we manifest things without knowing unconsciously. Yeah. But what does happen, and I talk about this a lot, is that we get in our own way because of mm -hmm. what we really think we want. Oh, I will bring my this. Well, the, the, the universe is trying to give you all these other opportunities and, and you and you kind of run, you feel like you're running into a brick wall over and over again. Uh, sometimes, you, get, you know, it's good to step back and, and ask, like, is, am I trying to force this? Like, or is, or am I, am I going with the flow? You know what I mean? It's, mm. And sometimes it's, it's because you're, it's, you really want it, right? And you're trying to manifest it. That's, that's fine. But at the same time, like, we also have to kind of keep in mind divine timing and all those other things and not get, you know, frustrated, um, when the, those things don't happen or, or there's a roundabout way of getting to them, I, sh I should say. Yeah. Uh, Lucy made an interesting comment. She said, and I think she was actually replying to something that was going on in, in the internal conversation in the comments, but she says, um, we are all creating positive ripple effects among high vibe, high vibe people. That, that's an interesting concept because if you have a whole bunch of people who are yeah. in a high vibration, the ripple effects just go on endlessly. I mean, yeah. they're going in lower right. vibrations too, but especially in the high vibration, it just, it just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, well, thank you, Nasha. I mean, that, look what that, that was one question. That took like you know, most of the show. That was great. <laughs> that was fabulous. We still do have time left. So anyone who wants to bring up a question, we'd love to do it and, and talk about it and so forth. Um, and rest assured, you will get more answers than you can shake a stick at because not only we, well, we try to answer them, but a bunch of other people in the comment section will answer them. You're going to have more answers than you know what to do with. And it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, don't hesitate. Please put, put your question in there. Let's, let's address it. <laughs>
Um, I, I'm seeing a lot more of the uh, the exchanges. So I, I, I'll go back to you guys. Uh, well, let, let, let me throw throw it into your lap, Alex. Do you have anything that you've been wondering about lately? Something that you've been working on that maybe we can address? Something, some, something that's been haunting you? Something that you, you just kind of tossed around in your mind you're not quite coming to a resolution on? I was recently watching something on Facebook about forgiveness. Mm. And I think I want to touch up on that next week when we, when we do that. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's it, it's forgiveness and how it's within yourself and how it's, it's peace of mind for yourself to forgive yeah. people as opposed to, you know, um, just forgetting what the person did or how they hurt you or, you know, how the situation came about, but you know, things, of, things of that nature that's been on my mind lately. That That's one of the fascinating concepts. And, and it's mm -hmm. when I have to be, I only learned it in the last year or two, really. The idea yeah. that you don't forgive for the other person, you forgive for yourself. Yes, yes. And it is a very powerful way to understand. It's much more powerful, I, I think, than the other kind. The other kind, it's almost like you're trying to extract something. But mm -hmm. uh, but when you when you think about forgiveness in terms of it, it helps you when you forgive. It takes yeah. on an entirely new meaning because, well, first of all, that means the person you're forgiving doesn't even have to be there. Which right, is kind of cool, right. you know. It's not like you're dependent on that person being on the other side of the room or you know the chat box or whatever it is. Uh, you can just forgive them, and, and they don't even know that you forgave them. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's okay. Right. It works great because what you're mm -hmm. really doing is ultimately you're letting go of resistance. That's yes. that's what the real value of forgiveness is: letting go of resistance. And when we let go of and resistance, also the difference the difference between forgiveness and closure. Mm. That's what's been heavily weighing on my mind. Don't you want to touch, touch on that one a little bit? What, what do you what, what do you think oh, about? I, I just don't know with a specific person in my family that I've I've definitely forgiven them, but I and I know I I'll never get closure, but I'm cool with that because like I I separate myself from the situation for my mental stability. Like it's just mm -hmm. it, it's just not you know, conducive to my mental state mm. for for him to be in my life. So. Yeah, so I, I, I'm trying to learn the difference and trying to balance it out, but yeah. Do you, see, do you also see similarities between closure and forgiveness? I do see similarities, yes, definitely. Like what? Yeah. Um, feeling like you need to have a con an, an end-all conversation with the person and let them know, okay, I forgive you, mm -hmm. but blah, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And that's similar because what? I'm not quite sure I see the similarity. Well, I'm saying for closure, the closure is the conversation, and you feel like you need to have is have forgiveness. Oh, so it's in the, connected. In that it's connected. That's right. what I mean. It's okay. connected. Yeah. I mm -hmm. got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think there's also similarity too. Um, the similarity mm -hmm. is they are both trying to address forms of resistance, which is mm -hmm. ultimately what we're trying to find ways to release. We want to release resistance. So forgiveness right. is a way of releasing resistance about somebody else offended you in some way. And closure mm -hmm. is a way of trying to achieve a release of resistance so that the old stuff doesn't hang over you anymore. So yeah. to me, that's where the similarity is, is. It's in trying to release stuff. It's trying to release resistance. But I think you can have closure within yourself. And that, and in, exactly. in having that, you, you forgive the other person. I think it's the only place you can have closure. I don't think you can have yeah. closure outside of yourself. It's not like you it's possible. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you bring that up too, like the the whole forgiveness and like 
because my my dad used to say something to me, uh, which is like, it's and it was for something trivial. It was like, oh man, this guy owes me you know twenty bucks, and I, I've been asking for him, and it's like, man, I'm just and now I'm at this place where I'm where I'm pissed off about it or whatever. And what he said was, uh, he said, how much does he owe you? Oh, and I said, oh, 20, 20 bucks. And he said, oh, well then, uh, then you got off cheap. <laughs> I like it. Right? It's yeah. like, it's like, you don't have to get that money from that person. Right. First of all, they've already shown you who they are, right? And, and it's like, now you saw that for 20 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, or whatever the situation is. Oh, mm-hmm. this person, uh, you know, a, a relationship. Well, this person cheated on me three months into the relationship. You got out cheap. You could have been yeah. three years into the relationship and found yeah. out this characteristic about this person. So it's almost like Good point. it's it's that forgiveness, right? It's like that's why it's almost like for me, I I don't hold any grudges or I hardly ever, like very very seldom. And it's it's a lot to do with yeah, you're, you're right. My own energy. It's like hey. Um, Am I pissed at that person? Yeah, but it's like now I don't have to talk to them anymore. I, you know, it's like right. I I can forgive them. It's like you know what? That's fine. But that doesn't mean that our relationship has to be the same, or that now we're everything's all good or anything like that. It's it's almost like hey, I'm forgiving them, and now I kind of have that information about that person, and, and now mm-hmm. I get to make a choice. You know, whether I want that relationship or not. You know, so yeah. it's, it's if you look at it kind of in that very like almost business like way it's uh you can kind of see how how those kind of connect and that you know yeah i agree um, now were you talking about closure because i wasn't quite sure which topic you were addressing at that point because you it sounds like you're trying to keep the, the relationship together or not you're trying to decide whether to stay with the relationship oh no i meant like the, you don't need the relationship anymore like it's it's that closure comes in that you don't need to know why kind of thing. Oh, why did yeah. that person give me the $20? You know, the closure comes in that I know that that's the type of person that would not give me the $20 when they owe it to me. So in that, like, I feel good. Oh, about okay. okay. All right. Decision to end this relationship. Got it. Okay. Or to yes. limit now so, so you weren't trying to keep the relationship like, anyway. You were, you were just, you were just trying to find where it, the, no, the, the feel good point is. Yeah, because I think, well, the closure, I think that's, you know, closure really is, we want to know why somebody did something mm-hmm. to us. Right, right. Mm-hmm. What's the reason? And really, if you get past that, like, you don't need to know the reason. Just know that this, yeah. what what did it show you about this person? And right. if that's almost a better closure for me. It's like, oh, now, now I know this very, you know, uh, this thing about this person or, and, you know, that doesn't always happen, right? Sometimes, especially when it's something smaller and things can get worked out and between friends, but. I'm talking about like, and there's, there's people that, that they'll wrong you and then they'll wrong you again. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. there's, there's sometimes at some point it's like, Hey, um, I can't get mad at that person anymore. Cause you or knew what type of person are. they were. Yeah. Right. How many times mm-hmm. am I going to get upset for somebody being late? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now I should be upset at myself because, you know, I chose to, First of all, think that they were going to change, or 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 actually be upset at myself for, um, you know, not uh, or or uh, continuing this on when I know it only frustrates me. So it's like at that point, you you, you know who you're dealing with, and it's up to you to make the decision. That that gives you a lot of power too. Um, yeah. Where in a in a time where you feel like you may not have that much. Mm-hmm. 
Nasha followed up with some interesting comments. She says, um, trust me, it took me years to learn because um, I would always say that I never got closure. And then I had a conversation with a shrink, and she said, what is closure to you? And I thought along those lines and worked with my inner self, and I found the results in forgiveness. She says, I was trapped for six years. And I, I guess I, I conclude from that, instead of trying to find closure, she found forgiveness because she perceived that forgiveness was within. So my answer is, cool. Whatever it takes for you to go within, that's the road to yeah. get there. I mean, if the word mm-hmm. closure doesn't help you get there, then go with forgiveness. It got you there. That's what you needed in the first place. <laughs> so, yeah, good for you. Oh, she says once bitten, twice shy. Yeah, well, if we can only do it once, that's a good thing. I mean, I, I don't know about you. I repeated <laughs> numerous times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of us learn a little slower than others do. <laughs> and, yeah, and other relationships, um, they garner a different benefit of the doubt. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. that's, that's just true. There's levels, right? Like if I just met someone and they wronged me, it's like, sorry, <laughs> don't know you anymore, right? Like, uh, <laughs> right? A parent, you know, like let's say a parent or a family member, that, that's that's completely different, you know, and, it's, and mm-hmm. that's why it does get tough to – um, but like I said, that's when you say, Hey, this is how this person is. And, and now maybe not stop the relationship, but it's like, now I'm, I'm going to see them on my terms. Right. It's like, Oh, right. maybe, maybe, okay. During Christmas or it would be cool. But I'm not going to get into this situation that I got into the last time. What have you, you know? And I, I actually went through something like this with someone who was a friend for almost 30 years and we are no longer friends. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, 30 years is a long time to know somebody. Yeah. And and I'm the yeah, one who yeah. I broke it off, and I had very good reason to break it off. I won't go into the details, but but let's just say, um, the person started treating me in ways that I wouldn't treat a dog. It was you know, just right. not good, and I, I I drew a line. I said, "That's it. We're done. Goodbye." And I'm, I'm there's no going back either because it's not about right. forgiveness. It's about I just refuse to be put up to put up with that stuff anymore. Right. He'd have, he would have to show me a major shift. In behavior pattern before I'd even consider talking to him again. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's not up to you to to go and reach out for that. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Yeah. You know? Right. So. So no. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I got a lot of closure out of that. Now, was yeah. there closure in terms of of us talking together to have closure? No, there was none of that. For right. me, the closure was I'm no longer being abused. Thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the closure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was so grateful for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So closure can take a lot of forms, that's for sure. And and really True. what it comes down to is what does it take to go inside and communicate with what uh, I, I'm now calling my inner Walt. I, I picked that up from uh, Patty Framel yesterday. I like that. My inner Walt. <laughs> so listening to my inner Walt and, and, and seeing what it takes for, for me and my inner Walt to iron out whatever it is. Because once I've got that ironed out, Everything else works out just great, in my experience anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Nasha says I just need to brush up my skills. Yeah, you and me both. I'm still working on it, Nasha. <laughs> I've been working on it for 61 years, and I'm still working on it. <laughs> I don't think we ever stop. Really, the moment that we've got everything no. uh, worked out is the moment that we're done and we've moved out, you know, to the next life because we're right. done here. Yeah, uh, that's happened to me a few times where I'm like, oh. I've done manifesting. I, I get it now. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just life keeps turning, right? Like it you does. Can't, you can't pause it at the top. You can't stop stopping. <laughs> no. 
I remember in a, reading in a novel one time, the, the character was trying to, the, the author was trying to express the fact that the character was not particularly spiritual or religious, but he had this one little spiritual side to him. And, and it was expressed through a comment, which was, I don't know who's cranking. I just hope he doesn't stop. <laughs> and I thought that kind of summarized it. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is good stuff. Uh, we only have a few like minutes it. left. I want to make sure I get our promo messages in here. Um, first of all, you're seeing what kinds of discussions we have. We have great discussions on a wide range of topics around the law of attraction. And it, it, it often seems like how could there be so many different topics until we remember that the law of attraction touches every aspect of our lives. So if it's about life, we're talking about it. Um, so make sure you don't miss any of the podcast episodes. There are 11 of them we do every week, sometimes more, sometimes less, but usually around 11. And you get them all when you're a subscriber to the podcast. We have links in almost every place where you can find this particular recording. So wherever you're looking at or listening to the recording right now, in the description, there's almost certainly links. If you don't see links, go to the homepage of the website, LOAToday.net. You'll find them there. And please be sure to share. Share with other people because other people shared with you. That's how you found the podcast. Somebody posted something, somebody commented something, somebody shared something, and you saw it, and you found out about it, and you found out how great it is to have your daily dose of happy. So pass the favor along. Put it on social media that you're watching LOA Today or listening to LOA Today, and pass the message because everybody will appreciate it who gets the message. And uh, we're down to about two minutes left. I don't think I see any other questions, more and more comments. People are really passing some great comments back and forth. One of these days we'll have to I just go through question. a thing. Can, yeah, go ahead. Can you manifest, uh, if you go bald, can you manifest regrowing your hair? That's something I've, I've wondered. Actually, believe it or asking, not. Asking for, asking for a friend. <laughs> believe it or not, I have a co-host who has done that. Louis D'Souza, wow. who does the Monday morning podcast with me, was losing chunks of his hair until he started doing Jinshin Jitsu which is a sort of a, a, a he, he calls it more of a life spiritual art. I call it more of a healing art. He thinks that's too diminutive, too small to call it that. But literally it's a way of getting the flow of energy in your body going again when it's being blocked in various ways. And one of the ways that he was being blocked was that he was losing his hair. Today he has a full head of hair. You can't tell a difference. It's amazing. Huh. And, and he, that I tell you, that Jin Shin Jitsu is interesting stuff. He tells me that it's straightened out his nose. I mean, okay, how wow. do you how do you use an energy tool to straighten out your nose? I have no idea. But clearly, if you can straighten out your nose, you can certainly restore hair. <laughs> I mean, huh. Yeah, no, we're going to have to connect. Uh, I, I, I'd be interested, you know, offline or, you know, maybe listening in and, and catching some of that. Because that, uh, that sounds good. You're asking for a friend, Carlos? Yeah, I'm asking for a friend, you know. <laughs> I understand completely. Um, I, I, I don't have a full answer myself because I'm only partway to where I want to be. My hair used to be dark brown, and now that I'm in my 60s, it's white. I want to go back to dark brown, but I don't want to use dyes. I want to do it naturally, you know. I like it white. Do you like it white? My wife likes it white, I too. I, yeah. I guess it gives me character or distinctiveness or something, but I miss my dark brown hair. I liked it when it was dark brown. <laughs> well, plus I figure if I can get back to dark brown hair just by manifesting it, that'll be a pretty cool claim. Like I manifested dark brown hair, and everybody will say, "What's wrong with you? Your white hair was great." <laughs> uh, but it's all fun. Hey, this has been great, guys, and uh, I'm sorry that we're out of time, but uh, let's do another Q and A next week because uh, we're having a good time with this. 
All right. And uh, we hope that you'll come back and join us next time as well here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.